Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about the Terror Season 1 Episode 4, it's called Punished Like a Boy. <laughs> so, so, as a boy. As a boy. Either way, it's, it, it sounds like it's maybe the title for something a bit more... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yes. But a bit more from the, the, the behind the curtain in the video store. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so and if, I mean, I mean, technically it was spanking. So I mean, I guess you know, I mean, it it fits. It it fits to an extent, although this was lashings and very violent lashings at that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His ass was like mush at the end of this. Well deserved, though, frankly. Oh, it was well deserved. Um, I like because it's funny because I think part of the, the thing of this episode is that Francis is clearly maybe out for blood a little bit when he's given out the punishment. Like, maybe he's been a little bit excessive. But, and here's, here's the thing, right? So Hickey has been shown to be this character who definitely plays by his own rules. He doesn't appreciate command. He's got a very sort of, like, sarcastic look in his face. You know, he's got a smug mm. smile pretty much all yeah, the time. He's just a prick, isn't he? Yeah. He looks a lot like you at times. Uh, and that's fair. He actually does have a bit of a ginger beard in the, the, the hair. Does, so yeah. it's, a, it's not a ridiculous statement. So he basically goes off on his own at this point, because the weather's getting worse, time's moved on a bit. Uh, five months, I think it said at the start of the episode. Although it confused me a little bit, because it said five months later, in like a, a mainland section, so I wasn't sure at first if it was like five months later for them from the start of the whole thing, or just five yeah. months later in general for everything. Yeah, I'm I'm not entirely sure, because it was, it was a bit confusing, because there was a section in the mainland bit, and it was like, oh, five months later, I'm like, wait, wait, what? So... No, I, I think I think I think it's yeah, I think it's just five months later in general. Uh, because obviously, I think the, the whole thing in the, the land was that the you know uh, Sir John's wife and the, the niece who was going to or yeah. rejected Francis multiple times uh, are worried. Like, hey, this has been a long time. There's been no word. Should yeah. should we not be trying to do something now and sending for rescue or whatever? Uh, but we'll talk about that. But so so they're on alert, and they actually decide between Francis and and Fitz James, they said. Hey, we should go and collect that that woman. She's been out there for well, I think they said something like nine weeks or something like that. Like since she went out and made her ugly, she's been gone, mm. and she might know more about this. This is of, this is of course after there's an attack. There is an attack on the ship. It's not only an attack. Not only does it kill a couple of crewmen, it feels like it's taunting them. Like it's actually setting things up. Yeah. Um, in fact, it's it, playing with them after it after it kills a couple. Um, they go out in pairs, and Francis goes out. He does a bit of a, a Captain Kirk moment where he, he's like, "No, I'm going to go off on the mission, even though you're the captain. Stay in the ship, you idiot." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he goes off, and it's this this younger cadet who's like kind of scared. He's like, "Hey, I'll, you'll come with me, son. Like, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, experience with the naivety." Yeah, it, it's it's very much leading by example. This isn't it? Yeah. So he goes out. Uh, but he gets a bit reckless. He, he sort of climbs up on his own and leaves the kid on his own. And I say kid, but you know, twice yeah. or whatever he is. But uh, and then get the kid dies like really quickly, and he feels guilty about this. And he keeps drinking. His drinking problem still in full effect. But, but he makes a point of saying, you know, I was tracking it. It should have been this way, and it kind of looped around in a way that it tricked them. Yeah, yeah, it really shouldn't be doing. It it, it played them. It's not just a bear. It act, it actively set up a yeah a, bait a, a trap. Yeah, it was a bait bait and switch. Yeah. Um, so this thing's intelligent, and you know, that gets the conversation going between him and Fritz James, like, hey, so it's not a bear and it's not a man, and what the hell is this thing? Um, and that's what gets to, okay, maybe the woman knows, it's something in her culture, she's yeah. from around here. And they talk about the, the cut in half through the claw, and they're like, the way it's like, no, this is like one blade going through, it's yeah, not like the, a slash and a hack. The terror's doctor, not the, the pompous one from the yeah. e- Eberus, uh, 
he he's like yeah this is like a big claw but it's very surgical like it, it's clawed in the same spot three times and sort of like really just strong swipes as if it's intending it's not it's not just clawing through ra- you know rapidly it's saying no I want to cut this man in half so I'm going to saw in this yeah. one place uh, and it's like okay so it's a guy so it's a person with a tool then he's like no no, no the, the strength that we took with this type of claw to do this is nothing that a person could do um so it's like okay right so there's something more to this then um and of course uh it's actually what's his face i always forget his name hickey it's his it's him that finds one of the bodies and it's like half the body because the, the top half falls off but of course later on they, they, they tell us the doctor says like oh this isn't the, the this is this is two people the bottom half belongs to someone else yeah <laughs> this, is, this is two different people and he, Hickey actually gets a glimpse of the, the thing in the distance. We see it sort of moving around in the snow in the distance. So it's, it's very nice and obscured, and you, you don't get a whole glimpse of it. But he sees it, and he gets this idea, because he asks someone, to like, oh, where did you you know find the, the, the Eskimos originally? Right? You know, where did you mm-hmm. find them? Where was their camp? And then we, you know, we, we stay away from that a little bit. And we come back, and we actually hear commotion up in the deck. You know, so it's when we're with the captain and we're doing all the things yeah. and he comes up and he, he actually pulls out his gun. He goes straight for his gun and he pulls it out and he, he runs out because all the men are ready to kill her. They, they think it's her fault that she's involved in some way in what's happening to them. They're, they're ready to go after her. And he's like, no, no. He gives this big speech. He gets all the men to go down on their knees and he's like, hey, enough of that. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> it's, it, maybe she is guilty of these things, but we're going to get evidence and we're going to do this properly. Yeah, yeah. But we're going to actually try this. Uh, but then he's very angry. He's like, right, and you three, because he's like, okay, who who did this? And like, Hickey stands up, and the two guys who went and helped him, he's like, okay, you three, we're going to question you downstairs immediately. Uh, everyone else, here's what's going to happen. Uh, let's make sure she's fed. Blah 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 blah. They take uh, by the end of the episode, they take over at the other ship. Uh, Good sir seems to take a sort of liking to her and wants to kind of try and communicate. He tries to like just you know simply, my name's Good sir. Who are you? Because uh, yeah. he, he knows the name of her, the place in her language. So he says that it's like okay, so yeah, England and the name of the language. And then, and the name of a language, yeah. But yeah, yeah. But the, the reason why I bring up the England one is because he says England uh, to, and then like her word for her land. So he's trying to like, make yeah. it clear what he means by that. And he's, you know, so, uh, and that's how we end the episode. But so, no, so, so it's like, you know, so we have Fitzjames, we have Francis, who of course has been drinking all episode. Um, and at one point, Fitzjames like, hey, maybe you should stop that. You're in command. He's like, well, we're not going anywhere. He's not wrong. Um, which one's not wrong? They're both not wrong. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, well, maybe you should stop it. You're drinking a lot, but they aren't going anywhere. If he wants it to last, he better stop. That's true. That's true. Maybe, maybe here for a while, you know? Maybe. maybe. Yeah. But, yeah, so, so they're talking to... And he, Hickey tells a story, because we don't see any of this, right? And I think this is very important that we don't see any of this, because I don't trust him. No, me either. I think he's full of shit. Especially uh, with that shit-eating grin he's got. Oh, he does, yeah. Because uh, there's points in this where he just sort of smirks just in the right way, like, I want to smack you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, again, it looks like Connor. So, <laughs> so th- he tells a story about how he, he saw her in her igloo and he thought there was two igloos. But then the second one moved, it was the monster. And then it, like, she had her hands out like this and it was like she was, like, I don't know, doing a magic spell, spell or something. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like... Hmm, that sounds like... Because... The problem is, it's just about plausible enough from what we've seen. Oh yeah, because we had the, the end of the last episode with the, the bringing of the food. Um, which, is, which is probably what the really neat thing about this is, is they've given us enough to think he's full of shit. Like, I doubt everything he says, because he is a lying little scumbag. 
But at the same time, I've seen enough that it could be possible that... Not that she's doing magic. I think that's just him misinterpreting what he's seeing. But yeah, just the idea that she's communicating it with, with it in some way. Yeah, I think that is possible. So, I don't know, but he's he's so smug during this whole thing. And then eventually, like, Captain's like, okay, right, well, here's all the things you've you've done. <laughs> that you've, you know, all the rules you've broke. Right, you've deserted your post... Uh, negligence, uh, disrespect. You listed a bunch of things, right? Yeah, yeah. Desertion, dereliction of duty. Yeah, all all these things. Yeah. And and disrespect. He's like, oh, who have I disrespected? And he's talking back to his captain. He's like, her. You you kidnapped her. <laughs> that was yeah. one of the other charges, actually. Is kidnap. That that was it. Uh, because um, because yeah. when because the, they were going to go get her in the morning, but it wasn't going to be a kidnap. It was going to be, hey, we have to talk to you because we're yeah, dying one by one. Yeah, it seems reasonable. Yeah. Uh, that, whereas they just arrested her because they seen her as guilty. Yeah, exactly. And who's to say if the captain hadn't got on deck as quickly as he did? You know what would happen? No, exactly. Yeah, so. It's it's funny. You said that you know he was out for blood. He was very harsh. I thought he was really lenient because he was listing all these like in this scene at least he was listing all these charges. I'm like, okay, I know these are pretty rough charges, and and you even have one of the guys at the side who goes. Hey, when he says, "Oh, it's like ten mm. lashings each or whatever," yeah, the other guy says, "Goes, hey, uh, when, when we're lost, uh, we, it, you know, orders say it's it's a court martial." Yeah, and, and he, he he counters it by saying, "We're not lost. Give me a map. I'll tell you exactly where we are." But I think I think there's a. I like that line, by the way. Uh, we're not lost. Uh, Give me a map. I'll tell you exactly yeah, where yeah. we are. But we're it, stuck. It's, it's, but <laughs> we're not a lost. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's why I think it's it's quite lenient because it's like by all rights he could have caught. But here's the thing, though. I think this is more complex than this. Right, mm. I think he's out for blood. I think he's holding. Maybe he's holding back partly because he's trying to actually take some some uh, teachings from Sir John and actually not just kill the morale by actually yeah. having to court martial one of them, um, or all three of them uh, potentially. Uh, but at the same time, when they actually go through with the lashings, like he insists they finish all thirty. Right, he uh, yeah. he he says again and again. He says keep going, and he does not let them stop, even the when it's is, clear that like. I I don't know if this is. Again, out for blood. To me, this is no. He's asserting his dominance as a captain. He's proving that he is not to be undermined because this well, is no, it. He's hold on. Maybe, maybe my maybe my phrase was not correct. But that... uh, okay, and and I don't think it's been. I think it's more. It, you know, he's fresh in command of this. Uh, you know, it's solo command anyway. The, the way he keeps ramping it up, right? And then he adds mm. the bit on. He's like, okay, they're twenty then, or they're thirty. You know, and Hickey keeps done. I'm like, Hickey, shut up! Because it, it's when Hickey starts arguing with them. It's like, no, we did the right thing. We we solved this, and we might have said the book, but we did it. It's like, punish him. Like, just take your punishment. Just yeah. shut up. You, every time you say something, and and he goes up another bunch of lashings. I'm like, yeah, and, you're doing this to yourself. And so, and he's like, okay, and you'll be lashed as a boy. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't actually know what that means. <laughs> so I'm curious to find out, <laughs> right? Yeah. Did you know what that meant? Nope. Yeah. So so they set up the, the lashings. And so the way he went up there and then the way he kept insisting they finish, you know, he's like, no, again and again and again. To the point where I wasn't even sure if we'd had 30. I, I thought we might have went past 30. I thought, no, he's added a few more on here at the end. I wasn't I wasn't counting, right? I, I never thought to count the 30. Yeah. Because uh, honestly, what I thought was going to happen is that it would do a few and then cut away. And we just... Yeah, but it, it doesn't. It doesn't, no. We see all 30. Uh, and for the record, uh, being lashed as a boy is being bent over and it's, hap- it's your ass instead of your back. Yeah. Um, which makes a lot of sense, actually, when you think of being, you know, the belt and, you know, old yeah, forms of punishment. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and, like, 
you don't see his ass for a long time, but then when you get like towards the end, and you just see it's ripped open, yeah, shredded. And see, see when he's like limping away, and then later on when he's limping back to his hammock, and he's trying to get in the hammock without like putting any pressure on his ass. So good. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the, the best part is, as he's limping away, he still has that shit eating grin. He does. See when he gets up, he has that shit eating grin. Like I took that. Like yeah. I, I almost expected him to look at the captain in the eye and say, "Is that all you've got?" I almost expected him <laughs> yeah. to say it. No, no, you're right. But, but he, he couldn't. As, as as harsh as it is, and everyone's watching this, you can't back down from your punishment, can you? You got to, like, from the captain's perspective, you can't undermine yourself. But then from Hickey. If he if he wants to keep any sort of respect going forward, he can't you know just crack. He's got to look like he he can take it. But the thing is, he's such a little weasel that, like I, you know, I almost thought this scene could have been like us, this, him actually breaking and everyone finding out how much of a weasel he is. Um, yeah, exactly. But no, he's he's determined not to. Yeah. So he's so I I I think he he's arguably a bigger antagonist in this show than the the monster is at this point. I feel like he's going to be playing because he's got, he's got a grudge now against the captain probably. Probably, which I mean it, it shouldn't be. He deserved what he got. Well, he did, but he doesn't see it that way. No. I, I I think they've showed quite clearly he's a character who is going to hold a vendetta and he is going to be out for himself. He's not like part of the camaraderie. Oh, absolutely. I mean I, I think it actually shows something that the episode starts with a with a birthday. Like just some mm. random crew members having a birthday and they're, they're singing to him. Let's have some celebrations, morale. It's all about yeah, okay. Let's do this properly. morale. But I, I think the big theme here is the camaraderie and the fact that they're all together and they work together as a group. And even when the captain makes his speech on the deck and he's like, "Hey, you will not act alone. Like we are, you know, we do this by the book. We if we lose our ideals, if we lose our rules, if we lose our, our you know the way we do things, then we devolve into savages or we you know whatever. We, yeah. we stop being ourselves. And even towards the end of the episode, uh, when Good starts talking to you know Lady Silence, he's like, "This is not how Englishmen act." I mean, I'd hate that a little bit. I feel like that's how Englishmen act. But well, <laughs> no, this is the thing. I get it from his perspective because mm. he he seems still relatively fresh. I don't know if he's ever been out on a ship for this long. Uh, so maybe. I was he, just cracking he, a joke there, but yeah, maybe. No, no, no. But I, I mean, like, I think he's seen Englishman society, you know, in London, where they they put mm. on the front. And uh, yeah, but here on the ship, it's all gone to shit, right? You know. Oh yeah, because what's the, what's the line that Francis has up in the deck? He says, "I, we 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 will not condone hysteria." Yeah, was the word he used. Yeah. So, no, nah, so I, I, yeah, I think this was the centerpiece of the the episode. Obviously, we had the, the the monster killing some more folk, but I think what's maybe wise and what I'm really sort of starting to really sense from this show, much like something like um, the Mist or Night of the Living Dead, it's more about. <laughs> to get really, you know, classic old school phrasing here and be a little bit pompous, but it's man that's really the monster. Yeah, yeah. it's it's the human monster that's yeah. the problem. The, the, it always the, is. The core of this show, sure, you've got the monster and that'll have some funny elements, but the real, the meat of it is actually what it does to the group when they have to like be in this condition and survive like this and be scared of the monster. Yeah, it's it's what a lot of these style things come down to, isn't it? It's it's all about it's deconstructing human nature rather than actually being about an external threat. Yeah, which is why it's important to have someone like Hickey who is a complete scumbag and is clearly going to be the genesis of a lot of the problems as we go yeah, forward. And, and he's going to be the one we want the the bear thing to kill, but it's just not going to happen. Not not until like nine or ten. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be really satisfying. It'll be really satisfying when it happens, but it's not it's not going to be a while. Um, well, all that said, I think what is interesting is in the first few episodes, we, we were looking at the rivalry between the two captains. And we were saying, yeah, OK, 
we 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 know whose side we're on and and we were like okay how's it going to even them out you know to to make it more balanced and it did in the last episode with them right it it made it okay i i understand both of them a lot oh yeah more. just before it killed one of them <laughs> right i wonder if it tries to do a similar thing with hickey at the end like maybe you know everything he's saying here was it true and he is genuinely just doing what he thinks is right even though he's being a dick about it um maybe I may go down that route. It's hard to say. I, I feel like because interesting for me from the the oh, captain thing because he, he act, Francis actually kind of admits to Fitzjames that he 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 went on this mission because he was he was asked like you know the niece asked him to protect you know and be there for her, for her uncle and be like the second in command to him to make sure he's they're both safe and um as you can almost tell that he's hoping that this doing this for her will like get the the yes when he returns like the third attempt the third proposal pretty, pretty much will, yeah we'll do it because because he's like oh no, i'll retire after this like i, I can retire and you know because she doesn't want to be a captain's wife you, you go away for years at a time doing your, your voyages and she, she makes some pretty good points about the you know who cares about this stupid northwest passage and you know I actually, when she said that, I started thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? Given the technology you've got, and given how hard this is, even if you make it through, even if you make it through and you do get through to India and China like you're hoping, this was, just because you know how to do it, this was so hard to get through. Because <laughs> how how, he, he says, oh, commercial uh, liners can go through here. He's, you know, he's like, uh, cargo can go through. I'm like, well, how, how are these trips all going to make this trip when it's been this difficult for you to? I think the plan was to find an actual safe passageway, right? Like, you know, an area where you can get through without it being this okay. difficult. I think that was the purpose, right, not okay. just let's ram our way through. In that case, there isn't one. Give up. <laughs> I don't know if there is. Maybe, maybe, maybe they eventually found one. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe with, you know, newer technology, you know, uh, commercially as well as military. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I think now with, with you know, planes, it's less of a... It's obsolete, yeah. Yeah, it's an issue. I mean, obviously there's still lots of cargo ships, but, like, you know, yeah. for, for, for this route necessarily, we can just, yeah, just plane, it's fine. <laughs> Um, but uh, so no, I I thought that was I thought that was interesting. I I did actually like that they go to the uh, the you know the, the admirals and stuff and be like, hey, my my husband's out there. Let's you know it's been such a long time. And it's like, hey, now they've got provisions for another two years. You you're panicking here. Uh, and she she's like, oh no, it was snowing briefly in London. You know, you know, a couple of months ago, and I went out and stood outside to see how long I could take it. You know, which is obviously nothing compared to what they're standing in. Just a bit of yeah. snow in London, but well, I think that was a point. Yeah, uh, but she could only do it for like just over an hour. She did like what an hour and fifteen minutes, and then she's like, nope, I'm not, I'm not going in. And then she lasted like two more minutes, <laughs> and she came yeah. in. Yeah, I have to say, as as much as this stuff, it was all right, I, I get all it's doing. It, it kind of feels so separate and divorced that I'm not really feeling it right now. It might tie in a bit more relevantly yeah, later. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. This is the first time I've had present-day stuff on land. Because everything else right. has been flashbacks to before they left. Yeah. So this was an interesting change, uh, possibly for the worst, depending on uh, how you feel about it. But uh, interesting that it's different. Um, I, I do like the, the, the continuing theme, though, of... Uh, uh, I mean, it's debatable what you want to call this, actually. I mean, I'd argue there's still a little bit of hubris in here with the admirals being like, oh, that'll be fine. Like, you know, we've all survived mm-hmm. and they'll survive. Sir John's good at this. It's fine. We'll, like, everything will be okay. They're just ignoring and not considering the idea that there might actually be something wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, they, like, you know, the one guy says, oh, no, if they're not back, if, we have to, if they heard no word by next spring, I'll, like, I'll go out looking for them myself. But yeah, it's probably going to be too late by then. <laughs> probably. And and that's the thing. None of this stuff's bad. It just kind of feels a little bit redundant at the minute. It might pay off a bit more later on. Mm. 
but right now I'm like, okay, what's this doing for me? Other than just reinforcing the points that we already know. That's fair. I, th- I think what's interesting, though, is we we debated in episode two about finding out that Francis was trying to marry Sir John's niece. And mm. I feel like, not in like a big, like obvious payoff way it's, it's actually paid off, but I do feel like gradually it has actually kind of added to him. Because knowing now that he, like... His entire motivation for coming here wasn't the glory of finding the passage, and the, you know, it was still purely for that. Like that was his motivation. Yeah, that helps, but uh, I'm not still super into it as, as a thing. It's okay still. It's well, it's a running thing. Like it wasn't like because I think that I had a worry that once they brought it up, it was never going to be mentioned again outside of maybe right. just like some conversation, perhaps. Like, but whereas yeah. I feel like. It's been brought up again now enough that I feel like no, it's a running part of his character. It's not just something in his past, it's something that's concurrent, it's something that he's doing this for. And it maybe adds to the reason where he, he cares more about getting home than finding this passage. More yeah, than that's he ever. Fair. And he always did, really, I, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, you know, so, so we, got, we got that. Uh, yeah. Uh, Other uh, small tidbits. Uh, we yeah. uh, the, Some of the crew are getting sick, the food's starting to spoil a little bit, some of the, the tins of food. Yeah, we yeah we mentioned there. You know, they they said oh they got two years worth of rations still, yeah, but they? we know, <laughs> yeah, that some of the solder on the tins is screwed. Some some different material that they use it, and it's it's ruining the food essentially. So uh, that's that's not good. Yeah, let me say like last time that we may have to like get into the whole like problems of like food running out. You said nah, prisons for years will be fine. <laughs> hey, based on the information, stand by it. Connor was wrong. <laughs> oh, uh, they, they they retconned it later. <laughs> this was no retcon. This, 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 this was your hubris. Oh, oh, was it now? Yeah, your ginger, big fat ginger hubris. Hmm. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we do have the other guy who's looking sick at the end. Yeah, yeah, and he's, he's got his his gums are going all funky. Yeah, Is that that's scurvy, right? Um, I thought it was scurvy that did that. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think so. Just because of the way that Good Sir like reacts to it, he doesn't like, yeah. immediately go, "Oh, this is a case of scurvy shit." Right? Let's do what we because the scurvy is a known thing. Like they all know what yeah, this yeah. is. Uh, the way he was sort of like curious about it made it feel like it was more. This is something unknown. Uh, that's true. So. That's true. Yeah, well, his reaction threw me, but I thought that was what that was. But yeah, reaction, I mean that might be part of it, that. but maybe it's slightly different. Maybe like it, it does that to you. I mean, it does something to your gums, but maybe, maybe we just don't know what. Maybe actual yeah. scurvy looks different to that in the gums. Yeah, I could do. Yeah, uh, I, I do wonder. Is it you know the, this solder that's been leaking into the food? Is it you know like lead poisoning essentially, or you know whatever they're using? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, use lead in your, your food. Well, well, I'm not saying idea. it's actually lead, but you know, whatever <laughs> metal that it is is poisoning them. That that, that would that would be uh, hello, Megan. Revelation. Yeah, yeah, it would. Uh, I think that would really screw them over. It's like, well, we can't eat the food because we'll get ill. Yeah, uh, whoever whoever made those tins is going to get a right rollicking when they get back. Oh, oh they're getting a lashing of their own. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, no, I actually, I actually really enjoy this. This may actually be my favourite so far, potentially. I, th- I think it's the the most well-paced. It's most evenly paced. It's evenly paced, and I think, again, it focused on one thing, and it was very much about the 
they struggle to maintain the crew because one of the big things that happens in this is actually that the the terror's rising and it's like you know it's starting to arc on the mm. ice and they they give the men the option like if you want to like go and like stay in the Erebus while this is happening until things have leveled out again you know you, that's your choice we'll give you the vote and at the end of the episode like you know his second command comes in and tells Francis yeah all but 10 men are going yeah they, they basically say if you stay you you can go up a cabin you know get some extra rations mm. you know you, you'll you'll be rewarded for staying in the risky place basically yeah but none, so, none of them are having it so we're going to have a very quiet terror next episode and a very busy Erebus yes yeah so that, that should be interesting um, but no Ah, that was a solid episode. I agree. I said, other than the the mainland stuff, which I wasn't really feeling, I think this was probably the best one. And I, I think, I mean, obviously, I I had feelings about. Uh, I forget every time I speak about it for five minutes, I forget his name. Hickey. Yeah, Hickey. I, I mean, I, you know, obviously, I had feelings I didn't like. I didn't trust him. I didn't like him before. You had that kind of vibe about him. Uh, but I think this was the episode that really solidified what type of person he was. Yeah. And he's got stuff in his hammer, you know, the the tobacco, I assume. Yeah, and I think he, I think he's going to be petty about this. I think this is going to like escalate because of how childish he is about these things, how naive he is, perhaps. Well, yeah, that, that, that's like I, I think that's the whole reason he's punished as a boy is because he acts childish. Yeah, and and it's pretty obvious. So. No, so that's episode four of The Terror. We'll be back next week, episode five. So let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fudge for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailfudgetv. There's a link to that in the description, but otherwise that is us. So thank you once again for watching. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla?